0: Well, one of the most powerful things about the World Economic Forum is that it has convening power. It has the ability to bring together groups of people who wouldn't ordinarily meet under one roof, under one banner. And so what it means is that we can cross ordinary boundaries of political party, country, government, bilateral and multilateral relationships and have conversations and find common ground. And so people like to use the word talk shop when they talk about places like this, but it's more than just the panels that are taking place. There are you know, slews of meetings between investors, governments, and social entrepreneurs and charities are engaging in all the bilateral meeting rooms upstairs to try and find solutions to some of these critical problems. And that is where the impact is felt. The conversations are actually a springboard for that. So what I hope is that in injecting this conversation about leadership and about changing leadership, that those discussions that are happening upstairs and when everybody goes back, that will filter down into their organizations and ultimately into the work that they do. Meetings will continue, engagements will continue, investments will take place, announcement
1: will be made and so forth. You talk about leadership and of course being accountable, concern that that isn't really happening if we look at South Africa, it's been the voice from the civil society and political parties who've come together in recent months. Do you believe government is then responding to this? I don't think that we need to think about leadership in that
0: sort of bifurcated way anymore. We don't need to think about leadership as us going to government and asking government nicely to do the right thing and government either listening or not listening. I think as Africans we need to start to understand a new frame for leadership citizens need to view themselves as leaders. They need to view themselves as future political candidates, as future CEOs, as future directors of you know, civil society organizations, as people who are on a trajectory towards replacing and changing and fixing that with which they're unhappy about. So I don't think it's enough for us to say, you know, is government responding? I don't think it matters. I think if governments don't respond, they should be removed from office and replaced. And if those governments don't respond, they should be removed from office and replaced. But that's not the be all and end all of citizenship. Citizenship also means ordinary people taking up leadership positions. So one of the things we need to do is redefine what leadership looks like. Is it younger? Is it more female? Well, how can we redefine what it means to be a leader on the continent? Because currently what it means to be a leader on the continent is to be an older man in his 70s or 80s or 90s who's been in power for decades, or a youngish man who's been in power for 15 years and has you know, signed a constitutional amendment to extend his term for 27 years. It's all about clinging to power, refusing to have succession plans, refusing to share, refusing to nurture. We need to change that discussion. I'm less interested in whether or not government listens and I'm more interested in whether or not citizens have the courage to take their place as leaders in our society, not as followers.